0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In the Huddle. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rotundo.
1: And I'm your other host, Sam Gold.
0: Sam, it has officially been a month. We have missed a lot of news. Um, Yeah, I don't even know what to say. I We've just been busy, you know. Um, We missed the whole free agency thing. I'm not even going to get into it right now. Uh, the whole be...
1: free agency thing. Yeah, <laughs> we missed that whole thing. It that, was uh, a...
0: It'd be pretty big, but you know, we're back now. We have the draft coming up. We have still some free agency topics to touch upon. Uh, for example, Lamar Jackson. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> we have Aaron Rodgers trade. Um, Sam, before we hop right into it, any I mean, there's uh, a million signings. Yeah, we won't just,
1: go down the line, but we won't just be like, okay, right, starting from March 8th, which is the day after we posted. Here's a signing, here's a signing. No, we're not going to do that. We're basically going to touch on some big news, and then we're going to go through our winners and losers of the offseason so far in terms of the teams. Um, and, you know, we'll uh, we'll have some fun along the way. So, Chris, anything else before we roll the intro? No, Sam, I'm ready. All right, let's roll it. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, guys. Well, you might have thought we were living under a rock. No, we're just very busy college students, but we're. It's the off season. We did this last year. We're going to try to get you as many episodes as possible. The draft's coming up. We promise we will get a mock draft uh, before that as well. So at least one more episode before the draft happens. But, yeah, today we're basically going to do a free agency recap. We're not going to go down the line, like I said in the intro. Um, but we can start. If we wanted to start with Lamar Jackson quick, I think we need to do a quick update. Um, still obviously hasn't signed. However, he did announce that on March... Second, he requested a trade from the Ravens, Chris. And now they're kind of just in a stalemate. He's still asking for a lot of money. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, there's... I still think there's a small chance he stays on the Ravens. I actually do. Even though he said he requested I,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if two weeks from now, right around the draft time, we get news that they came to an agreement. But, you know, I see both sides from this game. The Ravens... They're at the standpoint of, listen, you haven't been able to stay healthy. We don't want to pay you that much money for you not to be able to play a full season. And Lamar saying, I'm an MVP. When we play, I win. When we don't, we lose. So I'd see both sides of the coin on this argument. But at the end of the day, if they decide to part ways from him, it's going to be rough for the Ravens. If they keep him with the injury history, it could also seem like you're tossing money for a guy only to play half the year so it's very tough and which which with with that I can't even speak with whatever decision to decide to make I'll be able to say it wasn't a bad choice because I don't really think you can go wrong in this situation yes you lose Lamar you have to find a new quarterback I understand all that but at the same time you'll be able to take that money put into new resources and maybe get a quarterback who can actually play a full season
1: yeah, and uh, there's also been reports that if they get rid of Lamar, I don't even know if they're really shopping for another guy. Maybe maybe in the draft, but it looks like Tyler Huntley will be the quarterback if Lamar's gone. Which, if you're a Ravens fan, you just it's just such a bad taste in your mouth over the last few years. I mean, if you told a Ravens fan back in 2019, right, you know after he won the MVP, <clears throat> even though that season ended extremely disappointing as well, but Just in general, the hope that there was. He had a great 2020 season, too. I don't think a lot of people talk about Lamar's 2020 season. He had a lot of great moments as well, and he won his first playoff game. Besides that, I mean, you got the two years after it, the injuries, and now he's he's playing a bit of the diva card here, wanting all that money. I mean, I don't blame him. If you won MVP, you got everyone around you hyping you up. You know you got that talent. You know you're still young. You've, you know, made it to the playoffs every year, you've been healthy. Of course you're gonna want a ton of money. You look at the Deshaun Watson contract and you're like, okay, I feel like I'm better than Deshaun Watson. I personally think he's better than Deshaun Watson, even though Especially after what we what, what we saw him do this year is a better passer, but yeah, exactly. Um that that deal literally screwed up the entire league. Like the Browns, if there's another reason to hate the Browns, it's to be a fan of uh, a team with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, uh, looking at Watson's contract, knowing he just screwed everything up for your franchise.
0: Um, I mean, not even that we look at that contract. uh, I don't mean to go back to this point. Once again, we've already been over it so many times, but you look at the contract, for example, say Daniel Jones got, I can't get, I can't get over that contract. He's getting paid like an elite quarterback when we all know he's, he's not that he's the middle of the pack average quarterback at best.
1: 10 million dollars less than Mahomes. That's Which all is he's that close, crazy. he's that close,
0: crazy. And I mean, today's NFL 10 million dollars isn't even that much, it seems, anymore. And salary cap doesn't even seem to exist anymore. But I mean, no, he's not even within the 10 million dollar ballpark of Mahomes, not even within the 10 million dollar ballpark of, say,
1: uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, no, uh, no, 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 that's that's really dumb. He beat Kirk Cousins in the playoff game. I just thought of a guy who is getting paid a lot of money that is a little bit better, but that's a bad example. I don't know. I would say, but you know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. That was a stupid example, but yeah, Chris, I mean, it's just, uh, it's been a weird off season. I don't expect anything to happen until after the draft, which is why we should, you know, quickly move on from this topic since we got a lot more to cover, but yeah, it should be interesting. Um, Any other news before we get into like some real signings? I guess we can talk about the free the wide receiver stalemate that's kind of happening with DeAndre Hopkins. The only reason I know it's been prominent uh, in my news atmosphere is because I'm a Chiefs fan. I think I think it's starting to move away that DeAndre Hopkins is interested in Kansas City. Uh, We'll see until after the draft. It looks like it looks more and more promising that. If we are somehow going to get Hopkins, it's going to be for a lower price. We're not going to have to give up as much draft capital. If it happens after the draft, just people don't want to take on thirty-four million dollars in the next two years with a guy yeah, who's thirty the, years old and yeah, has been he's been injured he's only for older. two years. Yeah, that's the whole so, thing. I, mean, I like Hopkins. I don't think he's going to be Julio Jones, where now he goes to another team and then he's just irrelevant. For the no, rest he, of his I mean, career. I think he's going to be a lot is is in the, tank, the same.
0: But. No, he's he's definitely not the same type of guy that we saw, but. He's still a guy that can go out there and put up a 100-yard game any given week. So he's a great addition. But for that price, since he's this age and, you know, the injuries, I'm not so sure about that. But definitely, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. And a draft day trade could be uh, what happens with it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm a little bit worried as a Chiefs fan. I Look, I know we literally just went out and won a Super Bowl with, like, a bottom 10 wide, maybe even bottom five receiver core. But also, we don't have Juju anymore, and we don't have McCole Hardman anymore. And that was a part of the receiving core. And now we're left with Kadarius Toney, who, if he stays healthy, I legitimately think he can be a 1,000-yard receiver with Mahomes in that offense. However, he hasn't proven he can stay healthy. Then we got MVS, who is solid at times, but he's pretty inconsistent. And then Sky Moore, who was a rookie last year. He didn't get his first touchdown until the Super Bowl. So I'm hoping he takes a step up, but you look at anything else but that, we don't have anything on the roster. Obviously we have Kelsey, but we're talking about receivers here. Um, We can, I mean, we definitely have to draft a guy in the first, I would say two rounds of the draft uh, for wide receiver. Every mock
0: I've ran, I've had the Chiefs taking wide receiver, either the first or second round. That's the way they're going to go. There's going to be some solid guys. For them to take in the first round, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go defense. That's just me, because I feel you have an ample amount of guys in the second round to be able to take as well. And you know, like I said, I'm not concerned about the Chiefs' passing game. They have Mahomes, and as long as Kelsey's healthy, they're fine. It doesn't matter who they have. I know the receiver core got even look- worse, but it doesn't even matter.
1: I'm not looking for this big star number one receiver. I'm just looking for a guy who can replace the amount of targets and volume that Juju Smith-Schuster got last season, a good second option. And I'm looking down the line of free agency wide receivers that are left right now. It's like Richie James. Uh, If you want to go down the line of the 2018 Chiefs, bring that back together. I'm, I'm pretty sure Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, and Sammy Watkins are all there. The only guy I'd even think about bringing back is Pringle for like a one-year deal. but And they would just I mean, be depth guys. there. Been, yeah. Like, there's really nothing. So we're going to have to draft a guy. Don't count it out, though. The trade deadline isn't until far into the season. And you there's going to be guys that are not going to want to stay on their teams. There's going to be a Michael Pittman who's going to want out. There's going to be a Brandon Ayuk who's not going to get paid. We could trade... Even in this offseason, for a couple Jets receivers, there's still Corey Davis out there. There's still Denzel Mims, who everyone forgets. He was a second-round pick, and he just never got utilized by the Jets. Maybe he can do something on this offense. There's guys out there, so I'm not too worried. Odell Beckham, I know that's – I don't want him on the team, but I know the Chiefs are interested. I know that's just another name thrown out there. Um, But, yeah, we'll see what happens. It should be – I'm going to keep all eyes open this offseason for this uh, wide receiver core. I don't know what's going to happen, but –
0: um it's, it's gonna be interesting though i mean with the whole draft coming up free agency we have a better idea of who's gonna go where you know i feel one that we have to touch upon and this just going to uh the draft the bears they had that crazy trade with the panthers that sadly we missed out on but i can't believe how much the bears got for the number one overall pick because now you have the i want to touch up on it really quick uh, i'm not going to go into details but as we know bears traded away from the first overall pick they got more draft capital And they have the ninth pick in the draft now. But what I love about it is not this year. Next year, the Panthers probably going to have a top five pick. They have a rookie quarterback uh, coming in. It's probably going to be Stroud, maybe Bryce Young, one of the two. I don't expect anything great in that rookie year. I expect ups and downs. And on a bad team like the Panthers, I don't know, maybe they win four games or something like that. Top five pick. Bears have another top five pick since they own the Panthers pick, which is insane.
1: I think unless whatever quarterback they draft becomes like Desmond Ritter and just doesn't do anything in this first year. I think the Panthers actually have a shot at winning their division because it's so bad and making the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to win. Really? I think the Saints are winning that division. Yeah, I mean, if I had to bet money on it, it would be the Saints. But I think the Panthers certainly have a chance, and I think they're going to be better than the Falcons. Uh Look, the Falcons have surprised us with 14 wins in two seasons, which I know you're thinking, like, that's not good. But that's good for the Falcons. I mean, seven and ten, a pair of 7-10 and ten seasons after looking at that roster for the last two years is a win for the Falcons. So, I don't Very think true. they're going to be any better. They said Desmond Ritter is their guy. I don't know how they're not going know. after Lamar Jackson.
0: I don't trust that I don't that care at all. if he's
1: asking for a lot of money. You're the Falcons. No one cares what moves you make. Just do it. You're in Atlanta, one of the biggest cities in the world, and, okay, I'm sorry if there's any Falcons fans listening, but no one gives a fuck about the Falcons. No one. You're just a meme now. I like the Falcons. It sounds like I'm just hating on them, and, like, I'm just making fun of them. I am making fun of them, but I don't hate them or anything. I'm just telling the truth. Same with you, Cardinals. I know there's some Cardinals fans out there that might be hearing this, like, thank God he's not talking about us either, but. Do something about your fucking team, too. I mean, the two bird teams on opposite sides of the country are just horrible. Um, I'm sorry, Cardinals. You can change your uniforms all you want. You just had that thing happen with your owner, all those allegations. You're the oldest franchise in the NFL, and you're the most irrelevant franchise in the NFL. Cardinals, Cardinals, Falcons, get your shit up. I don't know what's going on.
0: You draft Kyler, you think everything's going well, you think that Cliff's the guy. We said Cliff wasn't the guy, and shit just fell apart Uh, coming into this year. And you know what? going to be interesting, because I think that they blow up the entire thing. Well, the things are kind of already self-destructed self itself, but I think they can be like, we got to part ways from Kyler if they have another shitty year. That's I mean, ho- I I mean ho- Hopkins isn't going to be there. They're already slowly doing it. And what's the next thing? Is Kyler really going to want to be... a uh, on a team that's
1: rebuilding there's just teams out here that look i'm not trying to be a dick the chiefs have were irrelevant for fucking 50 years no one gives no one give a shit about the chiefs i'm speaking from a guy who rooted for a team before Mahomes that was completely irrelevant we made the playoffs four out of five years with alex smith and no one cared i'm speaking to you titans fans we were the titans of the nfl before Mahomes, we just made the playoffs, had a solid defense, good coach, good running game, decent enough quarterback, but couldn't get it done. Only could win one playoff game. So I'm speaking to those those franchises that I mentioned, Cardinals, Falcons, hell, even Panthers, like do something blow the team up, make take some risks. There's nothing. It doesn't matter anymore. You guys have been bad for so many years. You might as well take a risk. I get it. Falcons fans or the Falcons in general, you drafted Desmond Ritter. At least try. At least try to do something else. I can already tell Desmond Ritter's not the answer. I know that sounds dumb, and I'm jumping the gun. I feel like I have a pretty good read, even after the first season, who's going to be good or not. You can use the Daniel Jones thing. I mean, Daniel Jones is topping out at a 6 out of 10. I, I'm sorry, but he's he's not getting any better than that, in my opinion. So I don't know, Chris. I know we were just talking about the Bears and Panthers pick swapping this is the offseason i'm just ranting about random teams that i shouldn't actually care about but i know it's just frustrating to see these teams not taking risks when it really doesn't matter they've already hit the rock bottom and to hear the falcons be like yeah we're gonna stick with desmond ritter when lamar jackson's out there asking for money and you have money to spend just do something just do something isn't lamar from atlanta am i crazy or no i have no idea i'm pretty sure he's from georgia I don't know. Maybe it's not. I thought I heard that somewhere. Anyways, yeah. I mean, anything else? you want to touch I mean, yeah. The Bears got DJ Moore, which is great. I guess. Yeah. We can touch on who had who's having a you know the best off season so far. Maybe Bears. Having the Bears. Yeah. The
0: Bears. I mean, the two teams. And I'll say it again as we do our preseason predictions. I'm most excited back. I guess in August when the season comes around, the two teams the most excited for are the Bears and the Jaguars. Jaguars. They got. Lawrence, um, a t- oh, excuse me, they got Lawrence, uh, a top receiver in Calvin Ridley coming off that suspension and, and coming into Lawrence. Zero. Right here. And then you have the Bears, they have all this money still, they have s- just so much money. Then they have first round picks next year, one from the Panthers, they move back, so the top 10 pick this year. They're just in a great position, and as long as they can go and Get guys that are going to be able to perform, and they draft well. They don't have to draft like out of this world and hit on every single pick, but you hit on a few here and there. This Bears team, you look two, three years down the road, they can be legit contenders this year. Now this year is going to be a big year. What type of jump is uh, Fields going to take in in this year? And uh, we saw what he can do on the ground last year. If he can improve on the in the air, that would be also that that would be crucial. You got DJ Moore. And now we'll see what they do in the draft. Maybe they go defense. I think they should go defense. And then next year they also have money after the season. And who knows? Maybe they add some more offense defense. Who do they draft? So I'm just excited to see what happens.
1: You know what I like about the Bears is that they're building it smarter than I thought they were. Obviously, they have the big move, and they you know they gave up the number one overall pick. It's not even a big move. They got a ton of capital. Smart, but. That was like their big splash, um, and they, they acquired D.J. Moore. But you look at these other signings, and it's not like it was anything insane, but very quietly, this is how you build a roster. You 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 get guys like Tremaine Edmonds, who's very, very solid, T.J. Edwards, um, Robert Tunyon, Deonta Foreman, Nate Davis. I'm looking at the line here. I mean, just these guys that aren't necessarily your big superstars, but they're just great pieces on a team depth depth pieces um guys who can start and guys to make up a roster for not as much money where then you can put it into the draft and if you need to get another superstar you can and i think they're playing it smart right now um you know the panthers i actually liked what the panthers did like this is what i'm saying i know people say the panthers lost the trade yes on paper they obviously lost the trade but like you're also haven't had a good season since 2017 like you have to take a risk at some point if you're the Panthers. What, are you going to keep topping out at 6-11, and 7-10? Sure, keep going, Panthers. Like, Honestly, take the risk. Try to hit on a uh, quarterback number one overall and see what happens. I know, yeah, you lost some capital. You lost the trade. But I kind of like the risk the Panthers are taking because they just haven't done shit in years. So, yeah, but oh. it's, one, it's,
0: one of the, it's one of those things that, I mean, they're already set back a few years trying to rebuild. But if they don't hit on a quarterback, God, they're going to be set back. You know I'm what? The, it's at better least you take the risk. At, at least seven to ten years at that point, then.
1: But if you're the Panthers, you're so fed up. You literally win five games every year since 2017. Like, just take the risk, see what happens. What? There's what? Really- what more can you lose if you're the Panthers? You had Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield out there last year. What more can you lose? That is seriously. True. I mean, the one thing I don't really agree with is losing DJ Moore. But what can you do? I mean. You know, if you look back five years down the line, and Bryce Young or CJ Stroud are top ten quarterbacks, none of us will care. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it all comes down to what whichever quarterback they decide to take.
1: And I like that they're not just scared and they're just playing it safe, like some other teams. You know, just go for it, honestly. Yeah, I do feel the board they, now.
0: I do feel that they gave up a little too much, but at the, but that's the it's, price okay. Of that. it's okay. That's the I feel. They know who think they're gonna about
1: take, it. and they they feel really confident. Think about it. I know Panthers fans are sad about giving up DJ Moore and some capital, but like, aren't you at least glad? Like, oh, at least we're like doing something. At yeah, least you know, we're taking it's one of risk. those things. i I'd like you might just, as well just go all out. What have you done in the yeah. last six years?
0: Nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting because you know they're feeling emotion. Whether it's they're happy about it, exactly. sad about it,
1: at least you're feeling something. <laughs> like, Chris, I, I am, I'm not trying to say a speed dick or anything, but, like, it's got to be frustrating to be a Steelers fan because mm-hmm. your bad season is 8-8, eight and eight, which sucks in a way because you don't even get a good draft pick. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like if you're for- not winning a Super Bowl, like, you might as well just go 4-13. It, it'll, it'll never happen, though. Because then at least you can have some upside with the draft and other stuff. I don't know. It, I think it's happen. worse to be mediocre most years than I mean, to have some shit years and then finally start building. Like, the Texans Texans fans are hopeful right now. They obviously know they're not going anywhere in the next year or two, but like, at least they know they've hit rock bottom, and now they're going to get a quarterback, and now they have money to build stuff. Like, You don't want to be teetering in the middle. You rather got to go all out or just suck and then build. That's it.
0: I, mean, I think the most frustrating part is Matt Canada still being in Pittsburgh,
1: but yeah. That's gonna keep you guys mediocre unless Kenny oh, no. Pickett. It's, it's a huge step. It,
0: it, it's it's literally just gonna keep them winning nine games this year.
1: Not not nine and eight. Same same It's exact insane. Thing. It's insane how you guys went nine and eight. I I don't understand. You guys it's, started like one and five. Also,
0: n- yeah. No, it it was crazy turnaround. T J Watt. It's
1: insane. All right. Um. That so T J Watt. I we can talk about some losers uh you want to go with the the super bowl losers in the philadelphia eagles now look i'm not saying they're these big losers they're not making the playoffs they're not going to be super bowl contenders no i'm not saying that but i mean you can't deny that they lost a lot of key pieces i mean i'll bring it up here i have this website where it shows all the moves made per team uh give me literally 10 seconds here we go all right The players that Philly lost so far, Javon Hargrave, that's huge. Andre Dillard, a tackle. Miles Sanders. I know there's been rumors they're trying to get Zeke, but I'd rather have Sanders than Zeke. I mean, Sanders is younger. He's faster. Um, Zeke's a bigger name, but he's getting old, and he really just hasn't done anything since, what, 2018, 2019? So, yeah, that's big. Um, TJ Edwards, we just mentioned it to the Bears. Luckily, Jason Kelsey's coming back uh, for another year. Um, they lost Marcus Epps. They Kazir White, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. That's another big one. Zach Pascal, the Gardner. I mean, that's huge. You know, yeah, Zach Pascal. The oh my god. I mean, wait, they lost Gardner. Right, yeah, you know, what? they're not going back. to the Super Bowl. Gardner is a cult.
0: When did that happen? <laughs> I remember
1: it. that. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be the uh, he's gonna be the veteran uh, mentor of whoever they draft. Terrell. Oh uh, no, Terrell Edmund. Went from I'm thinking of Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, he went from Pittsburgh to Philly. Okay, that's a decent pickup. I mean, you looking at anything else? They got Rashad Penny. I don't. That's not a Miles Sanders replacement at all. He just gets injured too much.
0: Rashad, Rashad Brent, Penny was doing so, really well until he got hurt last year. That's always Rashad
1: Penny, though. And then two every years year, ago, at the well end of the season,
0: he, he was he was a beast.
1: Every single year, it he's good until he gets hurt. Robert Quinn's going to be gone as well. Linval Joseph, Sue. Although Sue should just retire, but I think he was just chasing that ring, so he should retire. But yeah, I mean, look, you're not you're not really letting go of like your biggest names if you're the Eagles. You still have you know Fletcher Cox. You still have Jalen Hurts, obviously. AJ Brown, Goddard, Smith, Kelsey. But you're not definitely not as good. Yeah. I mean, Gardner Johnson and Hargrave and. Edwards are probably your biggest losses, and Sanders you can throw in there. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, you're lucky that the 49ers have still not 100% figured out the quarterback situation because I think right now they're probably the front runner, maybe. Uh, people still probably pick Eagles, but yeah, Chris, I, I don't know. I just think in terms of overall net win or loss, the Eagles are at an overall net loss right now in terms of 100%. Agency, so, I, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think anyone would disagree the, with you yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I do think the bad teams are pretty much mostly winners. Like, do you think I, I still think the Panthers are winners, even though they lost DJ Moore, just because they're going to get the first pick? They they also got a lot of other players: Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, Von Bell, Hayden Hurst, Shy Tuttle. <clears throat> excuse me, DJ Shark. Eddie Pinero the kicker, uh, I don't even know why I listened to that. That was stupid. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. But you look at the pieces, the offense pieces especially, at Adam Phelan, DJ Shark, Miles Sanders, and Hayden Hurst. Yes, it's no DJ Moore, but that's a nice core to build around, to give your quarterback something when he comes into the draft. Just something. Right, Chris?
0: Phelan, yeah. good veteran. So they have something to help him grow, but at the same time, This isn't anything like monumental. They're probably going to win four or five games, most likely. I'm not expecting too much from them. But no, definitely uh, the trade, I feel mm, I'm iffy about it. I mean, we already went over all that, but it's one of those wait-and-see type approaches we're going to have to take when in two, three years we're really going to be able to have a definitive answer if it was a bad trade for the Panthers.
1: Oh, man. I mean, you can list the Jets as winners if you want. Although I think when it's all said and done, when they have Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a lose because I've said this before on the podcast. If you don't see it coming, I don't care if the roster is technically better on paper come week one. You just know. Aaron Rodgers mixed with that cursed organization in New York with that media, it's going to be a disaster. And you guys are going to be in the playoff hunt 100%. I can already picture it, but you guys are ending eight and nine. Some, It's going to be an up and down season. Great wins, bad losses, crazy drama. That's just what I feel with Aaron Rodgers. So you could say they're winners on paper right now with all the other moves they've made, but I think you call us back February of 2024. You know, it's talking good. I'm sorry. No, I mean, know we hate on the Jets all the time on the podcast, but Aaron Rodgers, you just you just know there's gonna be a million memes and it's gonna be a disaster. You just know it is. I'm sorry, I yeah. just know it is. You can just no. you can just picture it. Okay, yeah, I'm not You know uh, a huge loser in the offseason is I know we just touched on Lamar Jackson. I'm not even talking about Lamar Jackson, it's the Ravens. The Ravens. Oh,
0: hundred percent.
1: All Jackson yeah, but, stuff besides what have they done, Nelson Aguilar? Wow, what a signing! Typical Ravens. There's literally you have, ugh, I don't even know what to say. Honestly, the Ravens are so funny, like, they'd rather pay a linebacker more than people that actually matter. That's just been the Ravens' MO for they play old school football, all they care about is defense and running. They get you no wonder why Lamar Jackson is requesting a trade, not only for the money reasons, but. You've just shown time after time you don't give a shit. Like, right? Am I going crazy or no?
0: No, no. it's It boggles my mind. I mean, he has no offensive help around him besides Mark Andrews, but there's no receivers there. It's, it's just a disaster.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think the AFC is taking a lot of L's. Uh, if you want to throw in the Raiders as well, we've already touched on Garoppolo. Luckily, that happened before. Um, or when we did our last episode, but once again, I mean, they're not helping their case. They've just been stacking on a bunch of random wide receivers for some reason. Um, I know they added DeAndre Carter. They added Jacoby Myers. I'm missing a guy or two, but at the end of the day, they lost They lost Waller. They barely replaced their quarterback. Their defense still sucks. You know, they're going to have a bad draft. Josh McDaniels wants to become the uh, dollar store Patriots. They're definitely taking L's as well um yeah chris i don't know if there's any real like more definitive great or bad off seasons for any teams that i can think of is there any more you can think of before we start wrapping this up
0: no i mean not really i mean we touched on i think the biggest losers like you said were the ravens and who else who else and and, well
1: the raiders yeah ravens uh, raiders the Jets on paper are winners, but I think they're going to end up being losers. And then I said most of the bad teams. Oh, Eagles are losers. Yeah. Um, And then most
0: know,
1: of the bad, bad teams that have money to spend, I think, are are pretty much winners. Like Panthers, yeah. Texans, Bears. Yeah, I mean, I
0: also think that, uh, you know, in the long run, oh, I don't yeah.
1: think it. I know. Go, I mean, I mean, go in, first, go first.
0: In the long run, I don't think that we're going to see it as winners. But in the short run, I guess the Giants acquiring Waller, that's a win. I think they ended off this offseason as... Winners, you know they have Saquon back on the franchise tag. They extended Daniel Jones, which the contract and everything. That's why I'm saying in the short run, this upcoming season, they added some wide receiver depth. It's a win for this upcoming year. You have two guys in your offense that, I'll admit, were Sa- Saquon definitely were a big part for uh, your success. But then you bring in Waller, so th- th- at least for this year, it's a win. When money becomes a problem down 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 the line. Then we got to start reconsidering. I mean,
1: Giants fans, don't get mad at us now. We're going to call it out before it happens. If you guys don't end up making the playoffs next year, you're now sitting at the 2024 offseason with a very expensive Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, who's an aging running back, and really not a lot of – not really a big future, in a really good division. Where the NFC, I mean, it only has to go up from here as well, so – These were your two years of opening. You got to do something this year as well. I'm not saying go to the Super Bowl, but show some more promise. At least have the season you had last year.
0: I'm not saying it's a win being like, oh, I like it. I'm saying it's a win because there are two guys that they wanted to prioritize to bring back, and they also added a great tight end as well. So, overall, in the grand scheme of things, it's a win. Contract-wise,
1: no. Yeah. And uh, I think people can argue the Chiefs have been losers. Yeah, maybe on paper, but i trust the process it's it's Brett feature i think we made some really nice moves i like the taylor signing our tackle i like a Hugh. i like drew tranquil we have a great wide uh linebacker core with tranquil nick Bolton, i think really gay
0: m- me personally i think the chiefs i think it's more so just not winners not losers they're more so neutral right now because you know in the draft i think everyone's looking at they lost juju and vietnamese but I think it's, in the I think in the, the draft, bigger names, yeah, yeah they're, they're going to end up drafting a wide receiver and they still have Kelsey and they'll be fine. I'm, I'm not concerned. That's why I have them as neutral right now. It's really not yeah, look, too not, hard to to comprehend that as I'm long not, as Kelsey I'm and Mahomes are there, they're fine.
1: I'm like here to claim that it's like last year where everyone was doubting us or whatever. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, in terms of a net positive, net negative, I think some people would put the Chiefs in that negative just because of losing Juju and Nicole Hardman and uh, a few other guys, Orlando Brown. But yeah, Chris, I think the only other team I would have to mention in terms of losers before we can get out of here is the Colts. (laughs) I mean, what? I get it. They're going to draft a quarterback, but besides that, I mean, what, what are we doing here? You guys just won four games and what moves have they made? Anything? Gardner Minshew as a backup. Am I missing anything? I, I, No. Nope. Don't you guys have some semblance of money? You guys won four games. I'm going to look up this right now if they made any other moves. I'm probably dumb and I'm missing something, but let's see. Let's see. Nope. They lost Bobby Okariki. Oh, sorry. Sorry, everyone. You signed Samson Ebucom. Wow. I apologize. Oh, and you signed Matt Gay. Wow. What a great what kicker. What was their cap situation? Actually, that actually I don't is even... a good kicker. I don't know. I really don't know. You're gonna use. You're gonna lose Yannick Ngakwe, who's a guy I want the Chiefs to snag because very quietly, Chris, every year of his career, his worst year has been eight sacks. Just no one <laughs> ever talks about that. But yeah, you don't have anyone. You just lost Paris Campbell, who's like your only other wide receiver besides Pittman. Actually, no, you have Alec Pierce. But I mean, there's there's nothing. I oh Isaiah McKenzie from the Bills, nice slot receiver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is just. Just a sad offseason, but maybe Dan Snyder selling the team is a win for the Commanders. I would say that as well.
0: I'm looking at it right now. The Colts have... Let me see. $20.8 million in cap.
1: (laughs) What are they doing? You know what, Colts? Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I'm pretty sick of you guys because you were good with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck so you can have some a few more bad years before I I start feeling bad but yeah I mean I don't know Jalen Ramsey went to the Dolphins that's pretty it's pretty good signing I know I know I sound like I'm just brushing past this but that's old news at this point so we can't really go too much on that the Broncos way overpaid for Mike McGlinchey who's an average tackle I'm very happy about that um don't be surprised when you see Dalton Schultz and Devin Singletary in a Texans uniform next season. Just got to remind you before you click on week one red zone and Dalton Schultz is catching a touchdown from uh, CJ Stroud. And you're like, wait, when the fuck did Dalton Schultz get on the Texans? I'm yeah, telling you same. right now, so you don't have that thought. <laughs> we're we're going to have that thought again. I mean, Jamal Williams to the Saints. I'm literally just listing off things that we just – baker mayfield to the bucks we should probably these are, just at least say.
0: these are well, what we're listing off right now is more so reminders for ourselves so when week one comes around we're not i know
1: we're not like what i just we missed a month i know i know this episode's been a little more casual all over the place but i feel like we just gotta meant at least just mention it so people just know Stefan gilmore to the cowboys alan Lazard to the jets david montgomery to the lions um Zeke getting released. Oh, I'm I'm literally just going down the line here.
0: Let me just say on the record right now if if the Jets and Packers get the trade for Rodgers through at some point, at some point, I have the Jets going nine and eight and just missing the playoffs or barely making the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be a success right there. You know, I can totally
1: see the Jets going into Arrowhead with the two versus the seven seed and wild card recon and us just kicking their ass. I could just see that.
0: I mean, it's, um, Rodgers, he's he's a little bit older now. And it's also just the fact that the Jets will always be the Jets.
1: Yeah, they're a cursed, uh, organization. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Orlando Browns or the Bengals. So I think that's really it for any uh, big news. Yeah, I'm just looking down the line. That's Elijah Moore to the Browns. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks got Bobby Wagner back. It's they're probably also going to get Frank Clark back, is what the rumors have been. But yeah, that's it. I just looked through all the news. That's pretty much all we need to cover, Chris. I think we we did good with uh with catching up. We did some Shook the rust Winners and losers. Got through a lot of news. The rust is officially what, what off. That?
0: Sam? We got the rust off.
1: I know. <laughs> And uh, we'll be back within the next week or two. I know we yeah. always say that, but we we will just because the draft is less than three weeks. So, yeah, we'll be back with a mock draft episode. We've done that every offseason. We're not going to stop here. Those are a lot of fun. So we'll do uh, some more studying and get you guys a full first round mock draft uh, for all the teams there. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back next episode. All right. We'll see you guys later.